Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. Our main host's name is Bricky, and he's going to be teaching us all about that wacky world of Warhammer 40K. But before he does, if you enjoyed today's podcast and you want to support us, Heading over to patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to the Discord, bloopers if they happen, posters in the HD form at the $15 tier. Uh, I believe we're also still shooting for that $20,000 milestone where I will take the reins and teach Baraki about uh, Warhammer Fantasy for one episode. So patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Bricky, tell him about the merch and our books. I enjoy the fact that you always have to state that it's one episode just because we both know people will be like, we'll do the <laughs> one, and then they'll be like, wait, I thought this was going to be a whole series now. Yeah. Like, no, it's just, it's just we're starting off it's a, it's a single thing to begin. It's a single entity, yep, and then we'll we'll see how it goes. It's probably just one episode. We, we will see how it goes. Yeah, because uh, you're not a or- huge fan of fantasy, so, yeah. you know. Orchidate.com is a place you can go to get all kinds of great merch, including said posters in physical form. The uh, of You can fly your Adeptus flag high as well. Dice, mats to play your 40K with, as well as a plethora of hoodies, shirts, and so on. Check it out. Uh, we will might be having new merch very soon. I will let you Ooh. all know. And last but not least, we have Master of Mankind is our book. I think we could probably schedule recording that next week. Um, okay. I think I think we could probably do that. So, you know, get on that. We'll we'll figure that one out. Don't quote me on it, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Our our book club schedules are tentative at best. Yes. DK Bricky. I must admit. Mhm. It is so funny how we have not done the lion yet. <laughs> are you are you about to say it's even funnier that we're still not gonna do the line today? God damn I am. Let's go! I knew it! I was like, man, everybody's talking about the lion, and I know everybody probably wants us to talk about it, but we haven't even we haven't even done the Farsight book yet, have we? And, and I was I, like, there's still so much to talk about before we actually get into like the lion. There's a lovely uh, warlord trait you can give a Chaos Space Marine character called the Flames of Spite. <laughs> it's actually one of the best warlord traits you can give them. But I must admit, the the fact that, I mean, I'll be honest, we're going to do the lion probably very soon. Mm-hmm. But the fact that every single time we're about to do the lion, we get sidetracked by something else gives me Peak. a little bit of humor because yeah. it's just it's just quite funny to me. Uh, we should also mention that Sa- Shy in chat says, Get effed, Dark Angel fans. I saw you whine in the comments, and I feed on your tears. That being said, the lion looks so good. Oh, yeah. Th- he has the most glorious stash. Oh, man. What a Chad Lord. I'm I'm very pleased with, with how he came out. I... Someone made a great comment. Um, I, I did a little, little video on it, and someone made a great so, uh, comment that was like, Gilliman looks like a commander over a field, and the lion looks like a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> and I'm like, that, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, anyway, moving on forward, uh, I am always so excited <clears throat> every time we do a, an Arcs of Omen series. I oh, love yes. these. I these, love these. These have been so good. There hasn't been a single bad one. They're all just as hype as the next, and I am equally as excited when I hear that we're doing Arcs of Omen. It's uh, it's fun to see the consistent narrative. Uh, it has main character Vashtor, which is just the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And so far, like, it's also just nice to see a chaos main character story for... Like that, like in the main narrative, it yeah. is a chaos main character story, minus some adjustments. Yeah. Um, but it's been ooh, it's been good. But this time it's a little bit of a departure. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so uh this is Arcs of Omen Farsight. Let's go, the eight return, and we're gonna get canon flame bikini with abs. Oh, I'm excited. Oh no! Oh dear! Hopefully, uh, who's gonna tell him? 
Oh, is this a canon Torch Stars dead thing? Oh, no, not that, but oh, okay, it, cool. there is Whew. very little mention of um of Torch Star in it cuz she really is a very like, oh, even minor, as far as the minor character, yeah. minor side character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extreme. Anyway, um, that th- that shouldn't stop our fans from making sick art of Torch Star's bitchin' abs and sending them to me, though. <clears throat> Based. <laughs> anyway, in the beginning is always that long, fun quote. I shall or not really quote, but like the intro to the book. Yeah, I shall read them. She, I shall read it to you. Like before, it's going to be a little long. Okay. The stars are lashed by a galaxy-wide storm of war and butchery whose carmine downpour never abates. <laughs> such times are not for those of conscience or principle, yet such beings must endure this dark era nonetheless, and strive to keep their heads above the bloody flow. One such paragon is Chasso Viola Schobach Heismontier, he who is known as Commander Farsight. <laughs> Few amongst the short-lived and bright-burning Tau have ever risen to such heights of martial glory, nor been driven by conscience and circumstance to such dark and desperate extremes. To some amongst his people, Farsight is a pariah and a deviant. To others, he is a savior and a protector, the worthiest ever to wear the daunted hero's mantle. For all the power of his legend, Farsight remains. In his own mind, the unworthy pupil of a greater master. Ever he strives to do what is right for those he leads, and ever he seeks to live up to the teachings of old Commander Pure Tide. Yet the years have not been kind. As the bloody rains of battle continue to fall, so the dam of Oshoba's nobility and self-discipline groans under the strain. And if it should burst... What ruin then might be wrought on all the commander has striven so long to protect? So, far sight arcs of Omen, uh, equipped with a brand new miniature. I I like how his full name is just like, just this unintelligible mess of alien words. And it's like, better known as Farsight. (laughs) I I can't imagine the same feeling with, uh, with custodians. Yeah, the oh, exact same, yeah, yeah. Where it's like 18 pages of all their achievements, and it's like, no, just call me Todd. Yeah, yeah his name is Todd. Yeah. Todd the Bill. custodian. <laughs> yeah. Good old Todd. <laughs> Imagine that, like, like they're about to kill the Emperor, and, and the custodian stops them, and it's like, savior of the Imperium, Todd. <laughs> Todd Howard. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Anyway. Come, Bill. Um, so the book starts off with the perspective of Commander Farsight. He has okay. a fancy new battle suit called the XV-86 Supernova Battlesuit uh, that has a very fun, kind of sassy AI that chats with him. Okay, uh, okay. Which reminds me a lot of the, you may not remember this, but there is a stealth suit in the Old World Blues DLC of New Vegas. That's where my mind went first. That kind of chats with you when you do stuff. Ah, I never played the DLC, unfortunately. I, I played the main campaign, but I never got to the DLC. The DLC is, the I'd say, the best part of New Vegas. It's oh, damn. Good. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, it's got a good, bit of, uh, a good bit of sass there, here and there. It's uh, rather fun. Um, Sounds rather the- heretical to me, you know? Not in the town. Not in the town. No, no, no. If the Imperium saw that, though, they'd be like, oh, just another reason to bombard the blue. Yeah. But, like, for example, um, you know, they might have a conversation about something weird going on. And he's like, did you record that? He demanded. Full hollow capture, high commander. Tells (laughs) him past stuff. He's like, reservations again, supernova? I did not say so, high commander. That kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like Titanfall 2, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um... Yeah, like BT, I guess, would be it. Yeah, the other, yeah, yeah. other ones don't talk like that. But yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, the main story starts a bit outside the sphere of the Farside Enclave's influence. As we okay. know, they have a very small bit of worlds, like around, I think it was like six or seven. Um, that's still pretty impressive. But yeah, in 40K, that's a small scope. Yeah, and like a little system or so. Maybe it's like six or seven systems. Mm-hmm. It's a small amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, and outside of those borders has been consistent orc 
issues. Ooh. Orcs have been pushing on them all the time. And currently they are pushing back the orc uh, firepower and enemies through their systems one by one. Mainly with an emphasis on the bad moods. Oh, okay. That's yeah. pretty impressive that they're actually pushing them back, though. Well, you know, the, they they are quite strong. Um, yeah. But the bad moons in particular have a funky concept where they dislike all of them um, them cowardly uh, red gits. And so they are trying <laughs> to build guns to beat them at their own game. <laughs> would uh, would the Tau appear faster to the orc? I don't know if somebody mentioned this like a comment we were streaming or something, but like... Would the orcs? Pers- yeah, because they're red and all nah. their machines are red. Would they That's all? That's not just- how the force works. Uh, anyway, he's fighting off the orcs, pushing in on the far side enclaves overall. The green skins overall, which they call a bega. always it's like B E um, B E apostrophe G E L, but I always call it bagel, like the <laughs> the bagel orcs. <laughs> Need to get a little schmear on that bagel. Yeah, it's it's, it's the bagels. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, as they're fighting, uh, he's fighting on the orcs. He's, you know, doing the main way of Montka. And Montka is the, the fast, quick strikes, uh, the way of the short blade, as they say. Very close range, stealth suits, all kinds of stuff. Lots of murdering, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but eventually he caught on to a weird boy, which oh. is the funky psyker ones, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And as it threw its head back, it fired this giant swirling mass of green above its head in this, like, psychic attack, you know? Mm -hmm. And within the mass of shapes, he saw himself piloting the supernova battlesuit, blade covered in orc blood. And he saw a giant towering figure with eyes like lanterns. And a iron taloned hand that would reach out of the smog and grab him in its clutches. Ooh. Okay. Which is our boy. Which is Vashtor, right? And after he saw that, he saw himself horribly changed. Skulls covering his blood-drenched battle suit. Those of humans, Tau, and orcs with a giant axe covered in brass. Oh, and then he kind of blinked it away. That sounds like uh, having having a sight of maybe a little chaos influenced Tau, which I actually think would be pretty slick looking. Um, But he is being tempted by corn, most Mm -hmm. definitely. I I would say it's probably pretty hard to tempt Farsight into like chaos behavior since he seems like he's the noble upstanding warrior like it's got to be nearly impossible to convert someone like well i guess anyone in the farsight enclave to chaos so there is a planet called uh arthas moloch okay and that is the main planet this book takes place on and arthas moloch is a very important planet because it is the first time i now i hope tau fans I think I have this right, but I might be wrong. And if I'm wrong, then Tal fans, please correct me. Mm. Um, it is the time when the demons first attacked them, along with the Tau Empire. And the Ethereals were like, these don't exist. You're an idiot. <laughs> While he was being murdered. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Cool, cool. And that's also <clears throat> where he got his blade from, the Dawn Blade. Oh, okay. Was this he- planet. Okay. It was kind of like the turning point for the Far Side Enclaves. And mm-hmm. the Dawn Blade in particular is an old, old Xeno style blade, which, if we remember, uh, every time he kills someone with it, he basically absorbs their life essence. Oh boy. So that's, that's so why Eaton Far is Side is. <laughs> that's why Far Side is extremely old compared right. to the short lived Tau. So the, is the Dawn Blade the thing that his. Uh crisis suit uses or does he actually wield it outside of his suit it's the it's the sword he has in his hand okay gotcha i wasn't sure if it was like a if it was like a like a gundam energy blade type deal if it was like a you know commander sword no it's like the sword sword that you always see him with nice okay um and you gotta think you know in that sense that it might be hard for him to be corrupted by corm but he is is feeling the pull because he is a very long Melee combat murderer 
clad in red with his how many friends? And he's got eight of them. Oh. God, I would I would love to see what corn corrupted eight would look like. My God, that would look so cool. Anyway, sorry, not to get off track too much. So they see this uh, that planet that he found the Dawn Blade in. That was the planet in his vision uh, of him being covered in blood and brass. Mm-hmm. Now it's a completely dead world, like plain old perilous wasteland. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Um, but alas, it was kind of stowed away in his memory a bit. And just a little, little, little thing to think about, you know? Okay, okay. So we move over as he's fighting, as he's fighting all the orcs, dealing with all the orc stuff, it's green, the green skins, mm-hmm. and they've apparently done something at their workshops that is a bit of a problem. So he's going to go try to deal with it. Okay, just something? Yeah. So we cut to the pl- interplanetary void where there is a silver death watch, uh, which is oh. the Xenos Hunter Space Marines, who have <laughs> their main ship coded in a stealth technology reminiscent of the Tau's. Stolen, in fact, from the Tau. Okay. I was going to say, how did the death watch feel about a war between the Tau and the Orcs? Like, they're specifically hunting Xenos, right? Like, how did the... I never asked, how did the Death Watch feel about, like, Tau? Do they hate them? Or are they just like, nah, we just want the orcs? They hate them. They're Xenos. Okay, gotcha. So so they're just like, ooh, boy, look at all the targets. They're killing themselves, and nice. Nice. They've uh, utilized that same stealth technology on a swarm of servo skulls that are down on the planet right now, (laughs) like, recording everything going on. Damn, Out of the there are four, literally 1984. Literally 1984. There are four Death Watch in the obser- in the Observium. Two of them are not Death Watch. Two of them Uh-oh. are our Alpha Legion friends. Of course they are. In which they eventually leave together to go meditate. Hm. Uh, but in reality, air quotes. <laughs> air quotes. But in reality, meet up in a very special uh, sanctum in which they commune with Vastor by him taking over one of the Death Watch people, which is really interesting. Oh. Um, and his eyes, like, he, like, shrivels up and grabs, like, uh, coils and looks at his brother with blazing lantern eyes and oh. screeches out this blurt of scrap code and then falls limp. So he kind of goes harbinger mode. A little bit. I am assuming direct control. Well, they let him assume control, of course, but they need well, to Well, so did the collectors, sort of. Uh, no, the collectors well. were not doing that willingly. <laughs> well, I mean... Get your Mass Effect lore right. I mean, once the they've dist- all been... Assimilated as the, by the Prothean... Fuck you. Yeah, once, all, once all the Protheans have already been assimilated by the Reapers, then the collectors are, are, are very... Except that you're wrong. <laughs> All right, fine. Move on, but, uh, damn it. <laughs> but but no, they were they were using him as like a quick conduit. Yeah. And uh, after the blurt of scrap code, he took his helmet off and he had this big nosebleed of of molten copper, which I oh. thought was super cool. Oh, that's gross. I want. Ooh, oh no. But like, uh, does this smell like pennies to you? Anybody else? Is it just oh, yeah, it's smelling like the iron in your blood. <laughs> yeah. But when it, whenever the, I get uh, my uh, gums bleeding, so I was like, Did anybody else taste pennies? 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 Yummy. Mm. Anyway, um, they took that blurt of scrap code, reduced its frequency or its speed by five uh, times. And in there was a message from Vastor saying that uh, down on that planet, that specific planet in which Farsight was remembering, is the next key to the artifact. Ooh. Oh, not the artifact itself, just the key to finding the next artifact? No, it's just the, the many keys that they have. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then once you turn back this uh, message another five times, it will give you coordinates to the area to go. Wow, that's that's a lot of work. That's <laughs> Play the record backwards and you'll hear Satan does worship you. Yeah, and then do it five more times and you'll know where Satan wants you to go. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Why not just tell him? So 
so well because well that's the idea is that the the guy was really struggling with the uh, possession for a short period of time mm-hmm. so he just went like and then that was the message <laughs> and then they decoded the message basically <laughs> all right all right it, it works out it works yeah out. sure sure also, yeah, what about, did you forget about the secret codes and the importance of secret codes? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, all of them were busted, though. In the Detective Ridiculous, every, every single code was busted and broken and and received and used against the person that sent it. Yeah, well, luckily for us, the Alpha Legion aren't that dumb. Yeah, I learned about the importance of having a good code that can't be broken. So. Yeah. Moving on, they're heading, that Death Watch cruiser is heading over to Arthas Moloch in order to <clears throat> grab the next piece of the key. Back in the worlds of the Tau, we have the main war with Orc Warlord Nazdreg. In the, okay. there originally was a Orc leader known as uh, Grog. And Grog died. <laughs> Grog Iron Teeth. Okay. Um, he had started the War of Daka. Uh, because good you know, lad, they good wanted lad. to beat them as their Daka. <laughs> so the Tau were known as the Gun Runts. And the whole goal was, mentioned before, doing this ability to outshoot the Tau. Mm-hmm. Nazdreg was a bad moon, so he was totally wealth-obsessed, egotistical, loved his colossal firearms and over-engineered weapons and mountains of loot. Mm, he sounds like a good old orc. So, uh, due to the fact that Nazreg might overrun the worlds of Farsight's area that he had fought so hard to push back the orcs with, they decided to back their way up and head over to the world of Dregrock. That was it. So that was his final uh, bastion, the last major holdout of the orcs. And it's like teeming. Oh, yeah. The gigantic group of orcs. And so... The big idea was to get the biggest gun with the most DACA and find and have all the mech boys build something to outshoot them gun runs. And the breakthrough came on the planet of Warbok, which okay. was a massive energy cannon and force field manipulator called the Telefraga. <laughs> all right. And Very what it would name. Love it. What it would do is trap parts in frothing force field bubbles that would randomly beam those bubbles into the warp. Oh. So he was trying to upscale it to make it so he could mount it to a fleet of orc cruisers and just literally bought, like saturate a world with it and rip like pieces and chunks of the planet into the warp. Oh, wow. That, that is nasty. So, oh, God. <laughs> because of this insane uh, issue, they found these plans and stuff were done on the planet, and they uh, f- fled back with the plans to Dregrock. And the Tau found these plans on the planet they took over and said, shit. Yeah, that's bad. That, we, they shouldn't have that. Oh, so, no. The issue that they were having the most is that the tower actually a bit slow when it comes to their space travel. Oh, really? They have almost faster than uh, they have almost speed of light travel. Very close to speed of light travel. Oh. But you can't beat jumping into hell and jumping out behind you. Yeah, I was going to say almost FTL is like fast. Of course it's like unbelievably fast by our standards but in 40k nothing beats using the warp for travel yeah so unless you're maybe necrons oh um, yeah that's true yeah you just ride on that whatever wind from that book the ghost wind the ghost wind but so the issue came for the fact that they needed to get to drag rock quick but they're not as fast as the orcs who go through the warp Mm-hmm. And so in order to get there, like, there was no time to recuperate and fix their losses. They needed to head out to Dreadrock immediately now. Yeah. yeah, there's no time to w- You should head to Dreadrock now. <laughs> and this was a big, uh, a big issue with, with Farsight because Farsight was right now already just really struggling with the command. They were hurting really badly. Lots of difficulties were occurring. 
And overall, the main, mm, how you say, like force that he was rolling with was tired and just exhausted over the last weeks and weeks of fighting. Ooh, so it's a, it's, there's not a, this is kind of a lose-lose situation for him. It's really the only option he had at the moment. Yeah. So, because of that, he decides to take the option, take the gamble, head over to good old Dreg City on Dreg Rock. Mm -hmm. And as soon as good old Naz Dreg, the orc, was going around trying to deal with what he was dealing with, he's like, it's gonna be a big one. Then immediately big <laughs> bits of red gun runs appear over the sky. He was very upset, ruining Ooh. his mech boy's work. I mean, as an orc, you'd think he'd be happy because like, oh, now we're getting some fortin. This is going to be a proper scrum, proper. What are they? Crumpin. Yeah. So that's kind of what started it. The battle went about as Tau normally goes. They shot them a ton from orbit, dropped a bunch of troops, blasted a lot of the orcs. Nazdrek took him and his giant battle fortresses out towards, uh, way out towards uh, the Crump to do the Crumpin' because mm-hmm. War Boss Scragga Fundastomp <laughs> had his uh, Gargant group, and he really did not want him to have all the glory and the good Crumpin'. Oh, sure, of course not. So he left to go do that, and intelligently, Farsight took his Manta above the giant workshop blew it to smithereens with missiles, and landed him and his eight directly into it to destroy all the Telefraga special abilities. Yes, the eight. Oh, that's right. I, for- I've- I totally forgot about Mantas. Mantas are like the those massive ships, right? Where yep. like uh, you could, is it Forge World where you can buy one, but it's like $2,000 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah. But um, as they arrived there and started blasting through his shop, Nezdreg was very upset about this. So he immediately <laughs> told all of his gits on this battle wagon to activate his hyper teleporter, in uh-huh. which, in a comical sense, as they were wrecking the shop, they just, it is a, a big portal of green just opens up above their heads, and, oh, and no. basically, like a small apartment size tank just flies from the ceiling <laughs> and okay. arrives and, and then all the orcs like start falling off of it and then they get up and it's like there's the thieving git <laughs> and they just start and they just and so anyway I started blasting yeah just absolutely slamming oh man that's hilarious that a tank just falls out of nowhere and a bunch of orcs thump 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 the the eight starts to get pretty fucking slapped too between oh, energy so, yeah. beams, rockets, g- the giant slugger bullets, everything in between. Uh, they all start getting pretty hit. Farsight was hit by a bunch of rockets. Torchstar and Brightstore both took some hits. Oblatai uh, got hurled from behind with a giant lucky shot. Mm-hmm. Everything was going craziness, but naturally, you know, Farsight's good at his job. They blow up the stuff, they end up turning the tide, and Farsight slaps and, and takes the head off of Nazareg. Let's go, that's the eight, let's go, hey, I'm here for it. Pretty, pretty classic good time stuff, you know? Yeah, honorable Tao going to war and winning through sheer determination and grit. Yeah, the, uh, the good stuff. Mm. And right as they had finished that, taken out Nazareg, dealt with the main group and of course the his the mechanisms of his gigantic uh his gigantic battle fortress known as the git crusher <laughs> such an apropos orc name it was uh it was lovely but uh before the final stages of dragrock fighting could commence and the uh extermination of the final bits of orcs would arrive a bunch of lovely Lovely uh, portals started opening up above the skies by Dreg Rock, and corrupted human warships started pouring through in great, great numbers. Oh no! Including a certain catastrophically large sized warship known as the Unhallowed. Oh no, everything was going so well too. I was going to say like, 
up until this point, the eight were basic. The the eight and and Farsight were basically in an anime movie. You know, oh, we're all damaged. Our backs are against the wall, but through determination and friendship. And and now there's a brand new force and now, coming around. Oh. Yeah, and now hell has arrived. So there's a lot of big issues here now that Farsa has to deal with. Mm-hmm. The they are called the, the tainted guela, because oh. they are uh which they first attempt to do diplomacy with, or they discuss the possibility of diplomacy, and Farsight's like, nah, not these ones. <laughs> not these ones. <laughs> they don't look like they're gonna do that, no. There's a really good conversation between him and the rest of the eight. I, I like the I like the way he talks. They they have really good like war room discussion. Okay. Um kind of a combination of like old school feudal type thing where they'll say things like the fool sees indecision and names it patience. And mm-hmm. they kind of talk like that a lot. They have they mm-hmm. have a they talk pretty much like regular humans, but they have a lot of interesting hand motions. And various kinds of old methodology that really, really kind of bring them back. Okay, okay. I dig it, I dig it. But the issue and the weird kind of taste or, or twist of fate, I suppose, would be the fact that the best possible way to deal with them would be to find a way to force the tainted Guela and the Beggles to fight each other. I mean, that's fair, actually. Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. And in uh, but and in order to do so, they would need to back up to a very specific planet, which <laughs> is Arthas Malak. Ah, there it is. There it is. There she is. Which Farsight has kind of kept his vision out of this conversation. But, but he's even a- he's got to know, like, uh oh, this is, <laughs> I don't know, this is this is all coming to fruition, and I don't like it. Yep, he's like, okay, I we're go- I, I, like, we have to go here. Oh, is this the only <laughs> option we have? Like, it, it's ha- just so happens to be the one. Yep, 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 yep. Ooh, things business is about to pick up. But uh, before he actually ends up doing this, he does something rather impressive. Okay. He sends out a very specific message. It is a, an, in a drone because originally they, they had a couple issues going on here. And the main one was if they tried to flee, like full stop flee back to their home worlds because mm-hmm. the, uh, they're you know damaged and tired oh, yeah, really yeah. as underdogs. Mm-hmm. It might just not be the fact that they can't outrun the orcs or the C- the Chaos Space Marines. Oh, but because they're so much slower, they might arrive back to their old worlds with them there. Yeah. They might, like, out-jump them and, and arrive there. So they're in a really rough spot. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, if, if the other people can go into the warp, they you could have, like, a, a week-long head start. You still show up there last. So oh. he says he would also like to invoke Tavashk Jakal, which okay, all yep. <laughs> of his comrades were like kind of stunned with. Mm-hmm. And so it's a messenger drone torpedo being launched outwards. And I'll explain that in a little bit. All right. So Chaos spearheading this assault was someone named Ugalax the Soul Eater. It is a <laughs> demon prince. Of something, I don't remember. Oh, um, Demon Prince, okay. Demon Prince. Uh, so he's a badass. Of, he's a big badass. He's okay. the leader of the <clears throat> unhallowed Ark of Omen. So he was given a the, that the Vashdor's prize lies somewhere in Arthas Moloch. Okay. And he, once he bursts out of the warp, all of his contingents of Thousand Sons, Black Legion, Word Bearers, Night Lords, and World Eaters kind of come to a head, as well as traitorous um, guardsmen and Chaos Knights, as well as Chaos Titans. Oh He's got boy. a big, a big group. Yeah, a little bit. Just a just a small, just a small force of chaos. No big deal. And once they arrived at Arthas <laughs> Moloch and converged foes together. It became this long guerrilla war. 
The orcs were in force, taking their their prizes and moving stuff over to the various areas, looking for a good scrap. The Tau were dug in heavily, guerrilla warfare, close-range fighting, trying their best to minimize as as many losses as they possibly could. Mm -hmm. And this lasted for weeks. Ooh, let's go. Weeks of fighting back and forth between Tau bombers trying to take out strategic positions and their stealth teams keeping themselves undercover before wasting away groups of marines. Chaos knights attacking orc gargants. And every time an orc clan would get killed, another orc clan would hear of the good <laughs> scrap going on over here and engage into the warp and, and join forces. <laughs> they and do then another company, yep. Another orc war boss would die, and then more orcs would arrive. <laughs> and it's just, it keeps on going. Okay, okay. Sounds like it sounds like a good 40k fight. All right. The Demon Prince knew that the key fragment was somewhere on this planet, but this is like it, it's like Tachanka. It is just a desolate wasteland of nothing. Yeah. And so finding it is like Needle it's in like a haystack. Fi- it's like finding a, a, a vial of water in a lake. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just Good not luck. gonna happen. It's like Cleveland. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's Cleveland. like finding a specific crime in Cleveland. Yeah. What's there to do in Ohio? Leave. I heard Cincinnati's okay. Uh, you haven't even been there. I mean, I, do you need to, though? I mean, okay, Bricky, what's there to do in Cincinnati besides seeing the Bengals? I specifically, no, the bagels are the orcs, thank you very much. Uh, I said bangles. I know, and I, and I took bangles. what you said and removed it immediately. Hey, bagels. So what are those bagels up to now? Uh, crumping each other, apparently. Let's go! But uh, at the moment, naturally, a lot of issues are arising from the chaos, because good old Demon Prince Ugalax, 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 that's what it is, mm. um, decided to have... As many of the people scour the areas for the artifact as he could. But of course, he's like, go to this area out. And then the world eaters will just go murder everyone in sight. <laughs> it's like, okay, goddammit, word bearers, can you go do this? Like, yeah, yeah, we're working on it, we're working on it. Takes Tau slaves and starts to castrate them and shit for the chaos gods. Oh, because they're word bearers. Yeah, yeah, like, that does sound like word bearers activity. And he's like, Ooh. okay, goddammit, Thousand Sons... Are you doing well? And he's like, yeah, we've ran into some hiccups, though, as they've left to go uh, be fascinated by the chaos ruins of magic. <laughs> and he's like, God, fucking damn it. Can anybody keep their head on straight? Just, just do what I tell you. The only people that genuinely were really well were the Chaos Titan Legions, known as the Gore Crows. Oh, and, nice. <laughs> but they were stuck dealing with gigantic orc gargants the whole time. So, yeah, it's a lot of back and forth. He's he's having classic chaos marine problems. <laughs> Nobody can stay focused. Everybody wants to do their own thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And during this whole time, Farsight is just like going doom guy. He's going from a- ambush to close quarters fighting, ba- like like feigning retreats, back for full-on guerrilla warfare. Right? Hell yeah, go get him, Farsight. He's murdering. Hell um, yeah. And in a rather quick side note, uh, one of the eight die. What? Oh, don't, don't say Torch Star. Don't say, don't say it. If it's her, just don't say it. Just move on. Uh, it, no, it's not. It's not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're good. We're it's good. uh Commander Brightsword. I, I, you know, I'd be honest with you. I didn't realize there was a Brightsword. Yeah, so Brightsword, I think. Surely they have like a giant energy sword that they use. It's always glowing and humming. A Brightsword is a clone. Oh. And there are many Brightswords. I think they keep cloning his ass. Uh, during this entire battle, uh, three of the eight basically die. Um, I forget what's the name. I think it's, is it Oblatai? The AI battle suit. Oblati, um, Oblatai, life goes on. Anyway, go ahead. God damn it. The, uh, <laughs> the AI battle suit, I think it's Oblatai, gets busted up real bad and can't really do much fighting. 
Bright Sword just dies, and Brave Storm is uh, put in like super heavy cryostasis, where he might not ever be able to pilot a mech again. Oh no! So the eight get kind of railed on. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, to be fair, there's only eight of them against Orc and Chaos. That's not bad. That only three of them. Well, one dies, and the other two are in rough. Sh- That's not terrible. Wait, do you think it's just the eight versus all of them? He has, he has an entire force. Uh, no, listen, it's just the eight. Okay, yeah, it's it's eight guys against the, in the Ark of Omen. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Good, this is the Farsight book, my guy. It's the eight versus everybody, and they only lost three. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Anywho... <laughs> Uh, so this long form guerrilla uh, guerrilla campaign going along with all of Farsight's bloody murder is getting to his head. Uh oh! He had visions of murder and butchery that danced through his mind, mm-hmm. and he was frightened by the intensity of the imaginings and a little excited. Uh oh! He uh, breathed slow and steady, yet his thoughts were of violence of a psychopath escaping their restraints. Oh, boy. He saw himself and his battle suit as a giant colossus. Supernova battle suit wrought with an ultimate monstrous form with his giant brass axe and plasma rifle firing a stellar inferno, removing columns of tanks with every shot. Ooh, boy. And he would notice that he had skulls rattling across his battle suit. Each and every one of them, the skull of the ethereal cast that had cast him out from so long ago. Okay, 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 okay. And then, of course, he would snap out of it for a second. He's like, this is not who I am. This is not what I will be. And then was starting to wonder if he was lying to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So, what had happened when he fired out that little drone is mm-hmm. a last call for aid. He right. sent this drone at insane speeds before the week's time directly back to the Tau Empire itself. It is a oh. request for aid. It is a, while, while uh, we are not friends or anything like that, I have served and protected Tau before in my time. We are still Tau, despite our problems. And okay. in the hopes that large swaths of Tau lives can be saved, I ask for aid from the ethereal cast. And in, oh, in, uh, in what's the rule? response and... Um, reciprocation? I don't know. Uh, reward, I guess, for the aid sent to save us from this doom. I will turn myself in to Ooh. the uh, to the uh, the Tau enclaves. Oh, really? So he's saying that if they send aid and help him, he'll just he will quietly go into Tau hands. He will afterwards? give he will give himself up. Oh, wow. Because I was going to say, like, if you just send a message to the Tau as, like, Farsight, and you're just like, hey, guys, I used to be pretty pretty good with Tau. I've, I've saved my fair share of Tau lives. Come and help me, please. I, they would just laugh at it, right? They would just laugh at a message like that. But if they're like, ooh, if we help him, we, we could potentially crush the biggest. We, we Essentially, because if you get rid of Farsight, you get rid of the Farsight Enclave because, you know, it's in the name. That's that is quite the carrot to dangle. It is, and uh, and obviously it's quite the the ask to help mm-hmm. us because you know the far Enclaves have saved regular Tau that hate him before. Yeah, like you know they've they've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's it's still an iffy situation. Sure, sure. So this is about the time when the message comes back. Oh. And a drone flying at insanity speeds lands by him, <laughs> and a hollow projector arrives. And it is from a very famous um, ethereal known as Onva, the main ethereal of the Tau Empire. Okay. They uh, express gratitude 
for the Farsight Enclave's several campaigns of challenge and the offer of personal uh, surrender in their people's name was uh, in eliciting gasps from nearby uh, Tao, who had not known that he had done so. Mm. Anva then said, fuck you, good luck. (laughs) I was wondering if that was even enough of a carrot to get it to happen, because, like... On the other side of it, the Tao might be like, oh, yeah, if we go help, we can crush him. But then they look at it like, well, he's going to get, he's he's screwed anyway. We could just sit here, not lose any of our forces, and Farsight's probably going to get dunked on and die anyway. So why bother wasting needless Tao lives to save this dude that we want dead anyway? For the crime of allowing themselves to be led astray by Farsight's deviant ways, all those in the Enclaves were condemned along with him. Uh, yep. Anva too good. Too good bade to Farsight do all the damage to the orcs and humans that he could, the better to provide some last small assistance to the Tau Empire. Then oh, the message man. winked out. Son of a bitch! He's a, he's a real shitter. What an absolute dog's ass. Oh my god, I hate do him. Do a good job, buddy. Kill what you kill. It might as well do some good for your species before you die a horrible death. Oh, man. I hope that guy gets absolutely wrecked at some point and just becomes like a, a Slanesh slave or something. You can actually play him uh, uh, in, yeah? in game. Yeah, he's, a, he's an ethereal you can run. He's like the named ethereal. Oh, I hope everybody targets him and just blows a hole in his head. I mean, you know, maybe. Yeah, anyway. So anyway. Farsight's on his own. Farce is on his own, which gives him the worst possible prospect that you could possibly think of, which is going to the center of this planet or an area on, on it and going to this large artifact known as the Great Star Dais. Okay. The Great Star Dais was what he had to deal with the first time he was there. It's currently disabled and all kinds of stuff, but mm-hmm. it would have the things called the Molenkites that would come out of it. And murder everything, which is demons. Ah, demons. And so, basically, he's being forced in the back, uh, with his back against the wall. And in order to possibly deal with the combination of chaos and orc threat, he would basically need to open a portal to corn, and oh. summon corn demons to rampage across the planet. Oh, boy. All right. I mean, there's nothing else he can do, I guess. I mean... Yeah, but oh, but man, a, those <laughs> those those visions. Yeah, those visions are seeming more and more. Ooh, man. Okay, so so uh, so he does it. So he does it. He goes to this point, opens up the corn portal, and so a couple things happen first. Okay, in in hilariousness and enjoyment, uh, the Alpha Legion have half the crew prepped and ready. And immediately just kill or split the throats of the remaining Death Watch. <laughs> just okay. arriving from behind them, they give the, the special uh, order called Looking Glass. Oh. And from there, they find all of the uh, Space Marines that were in their robes had just their throats slit or, or blown out the back from bolters or hammers, mm-hmm. etc. And within five minutes, the ship was theirs. Wow. And <laughs> they fly they they slowly quietly float their way down to the planet and they find the actual key as the unhallowed arcs of omen is much more of a distraction to keep the war going of course of course and the Typ- key, typical alpha legion shit typical alpha legion and the key is a very simple yet bizarre old dark angels fighter craft Firecraft, you say? Fightercraft. Oh, fighter. I thought you said firecraft. I'm like, excuse me, what the fuck is that? It's a uh, it's an old Dark Angels uh, thing called a Dark Talon. A Dark Talon mm. Fightercraft. Okay. It just was crashed there 10,000 years ago. And uh, on the Fightercraft was a strange, like, protrusion of bizarre, like, translucent crystals. Oh, okay. They were just kind of breaking out of it, like a, like you know, like, like you know, like Destiny Stasis crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Imagine that, but it's like it's like kind of bursting out of the plane. Okay. And so that PvPers was, hate it. They hate it. Hate it. And that was it. That's the key fragment. They grab it. They put it on their ship, and they fly away. Okay. And Vashtor it, has his prize. Is that the end of the book? Nope. So oh. it, the idea is that this whole side note stuff is just crazy things going on. But the key, the thing that matters, the mm. Alpha Legion were there to snag it under the nose. Uh, so so we don't know what actually happened to Farsight and the portal that he no, maybe no, no, no. did or did no, no, not no, open? No, I said or? the book wasn't over. Oh, I thought you said the book was over. No, I, was I like, said nope. I, I said no, oh, you silly, I'm so, I'm you sorry, doofus. I didn't, I didn't hear that. I, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. I was like, if that's how the book ends, bullshit. No, no. They just Excellent. grab it, okay, cool, sneak cool. it, and then they're done. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. The rest is when things get pretty insane, mm-hmm. which is when Farsight says, well, I'm a, I'm, we're going to die. Um, <laughs> here we go. And he turns the portal on. Okay. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're doomed anyway, you might as well uh, take that one last shot. And, uh, well, the shot was taken because <laughs> the portal opens and instantly gore and brass flood through. And oh, just... Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Never-ending corn demons just start to rip through, and they start murdering the orcs, and then they start murdering the chaos, mm-hmm. and they start murdering the Tau. Uh-huh, everything dies, yep. Everything starts to die. Oh, boy. Okay. And with that, Farsight starts to get really weird. Oh, boy, chaos is getting to him. He's getting those chaos-hungry eyes. He was uh, starting to cut down the various amounts of corn demons and the orcs throwing himself at him. And he was getting mad. Why oh. would he ever be a good commander if he just constantly ordered cowardly retreats? Why did he have to leave the battle to glory to others? Why did he always have to be the one to make sacrifices? Ooh. And the resentment started to just grow as he leaped and fought and cut what right did his followers have to expect salvation from him every single time they're like he's losing it he's losing it like let the strong survive perhaps maybe they would be worthy to fight along in his shadow and at now he would fight just for himself alone the way of the monyat the the army of one Damn, he's ripping and tearing. But eventually, it was the words of his old commander, uh, Commander Pure Tide, talking about the the keen blade is very uh, his other pupils thinking back on things like Shadow Sun and the like, and Mm kind of pulled him back from the brink one more time. Ah, it's too pure. He's too Too pure. pure. He can't. He can't. He can't do that to Farsight. He can't fall like that. His, His troops were like screaming out. Uh, cries of help, like mm-hmm. getting butchered across the board. Like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And he just wasn't answering. <laughs> it's like he I was just in that frenzy. Yeah, it's like, I'm. Yeah. I'm not. Like, why am I always the one who has to save you? Save yourself. Be strong. Damn. The, the weak constantly keeping me down. <laughs> but no, he eventually ordered oh, the yeah. retreat. Got away. Figured it out. Fixed his brain, and okay. and ended up getting his uh his men and forces to uh start backing. So they so they make it out okay. He doesn't fall to corn, obviously. I mean, I don't know. How do you think like Tau Farsight players would feel if like Farsight fell to chaos at that moment, and and like he got like a pissed. new. Yeah, he'd be pissed. Yeah, he'd be pissed. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like, oh, now there's a there could be they could make a chaos farsight mini. You can roll him with corn or something. But yeah, I, I imagine yeah, if you're yeah, a diehard yeah. farsight fan, it's like, what? He's too noble. He's too honorable. He'd never fall to chaos. This is some top tier number one bullshit. Him being uh, like given corn influence, I think is a great thing for his character, mm-hmm. uh, and him rejecting it, I think, makes his character better. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, they don't make it out okay. Three of the eight are horribly w- wounded or dead. 
and uh, and then they lost a significant amount of their forces. Well, they didn't lose all of them, and you know, they 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 got the, the they can clone another one of a uh, bright sword, and the other two are, uh, you know, yeah. it's it's rough. Yeah. So with that, the chaos guys get a message from Vashtor and says. Your your job as the cog has been uh, done thorough. Your job is done. The cog the cog ticks in its in its nature as it always does. Wow, Vastor shit. Mm, um, mm-hmm. and so the chaos start to retreat. Okay. The orcs them are a little upset by this. <laughs> yeah, they want to keep crumping. They they got a a, a new guy, Bogrog Big Tusk, rolling <laughs> around with his uh, his big kill rig. And uh, and smashing through, do having a jolly good time. Now this is a scrap. The beast boss roared. Come on, have a go, you spiky gits. I always like how the, the they're known as the spiky gits. Good old orc. Good old so, orc. They're just having a good time. I zog and hate demons. Horrible, unnatural things. <laughs> so there was a a, a weird boy uh, known as Squiggler. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oi. Squiggler, get your world boys together and zog up the swirly portal thing. <laughs> and so they create this giant green mass hammer and just slam it into the portal. Oh, wow. Okay. Like they, they do this big, like, uh, conjure this giant green hammer of psychic energy, <laughs> like, like, like an effigy. And it goes like, whoop, bam. <laughs> oh, or never change. Never it's change, so, orcs. It's Never so change. fun. Orcs are just having a blast. Good for so, them. So the corn portal breaks and dies. The uh, the demons dissipate and destroy. Aww. And uh, there's another orc war boss called the Smog Boss. And his oversized <laughs> battle wagon rolls up. The two of them have this good, uh, what's going on here? Demons all gone. Zot the gun runs legged it. And now most of the chaos boys running off too. Zoggin gets a lot of them. <laughs> well, like, they closed the corn portal. I'm I'm surprised they even wanted to close it because as long as there's still demons pumping out of it, they got that good crumping to do. You know, like why would they close it? Well, because it's still annoying them. Well, yeah, but th- that's a good script, that is. Yeah, but it was the un- they don't like demons. They're unnatural things. Okay, fine. It's like, uh, it's like what about Funda Stumps lot? Is Gargans have given them Hume Big Walkers a proper kicking? It's like, <laughs> them Chaos Boys a lot more fun to fight than dung, them, them gun runs, ain't they? You wanna go after them? Asked the smog boss. Nothing left to do here but zog each other up, and I ain't chasing them gun runs no more. Day's no fun. Look All right. First one to clobber the Chaos Boys war boss gets to lead the war. <laughs> Look at you doing, uh, or I'm trying my accents, best, I'm, man. We'll, we'll, we'll get you there. We'll get we'll you get there. Don't worry. Practice makes perfect, you know? You're much better at it, but it's okay. Gotta, gotta get you listening to Brutal Cunning more. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So then with that, the, uh, uh, the orcs set off to go kill the remaining Chaos Boys. And okay. so, at the end of the day, it is a combination of chaos and orc Ws. The end of the book ends with Farsight returning back to the planet after. I think it's it's other they they have a weird time thing with Tau. They, their names for months, years, and stuff mm-hmm. are different. They don't just say months or years. So okay, it's like I'm, my my guess is nine days, nine weeks, or nine months. I don't know how long it was. Well, uh, one, okay, one of so those a while, days. yeah. My guess is nine weeks or nine months. They yeah. return back to the planet and uh, they start to see plants growing through the soil of various areas of the dead world. Uh-oh. Which I think for Tau fans, it's, I don't believe it's orcs. Um, I think for Tau fans, it's like actually cool because this planet is like actually growing life again. Oh, okay. That's cool. I, like, there's that part of the end of Halo Reach where they show the glassed planet and then like life starts to grow at the end, which is like on reach, which is a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. It appears that life is once again growing on Arthas Moloch. And that might have been due to the destruction of the chaos. Portal. Oh, okay. So it's going to become a livable world again. 
That's the hope, yeah. So eventually the the far side enclave is probably going to take this place back because it's actually like eventually it'll be a livable world again because yeah. the chaos portal's gone. Pretty much. Okay. That's a nice little hopeful uh future. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a dub for everybody. The yeah. orcs the orcs got to go do their thing. Chaos got their key and the far side enclaves while very badly damaged and injured, they seem like they might be able to get this world back. Yeah. I don't know, I think that's a, the, the biggest, well, I guess it's the biggest dub for Chaos, right? Because they got, they got their key. But I mean, that's a pretty big dub for Farsight, that they actually managed to survive all that. Like, that was supposed, that sounded like it was a big time, no-win situation. Well, we're gonna die, so we might as well let Chaos eat all of our enemies, too. And the fact that they made it off that thing at all is kind of a massive dub. The fact that they're not all dead is pretty peak i like the i like farsight struggling with chaos i think it's a really good uh type of concept try makes mm-hmm. a good point you can see the the some of the plants between the rocks on his base point and that that might be the call it, that might be what they're trying to call towards which is cool yeah though, that's cool that's dope that's a dope callback though obviously he's not fighting when the things are green because they just came back to check it out but yeah 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 it, yeah. it doesn't matter you get the point yeah yeah definitely definitely cool. but um yeah a bit of a Bit of an interesting one. I'm not not my favorite of them all, I think, because it's a little bit like everyone just kind of gets their way. As opposed to like the Angron book where it's like massive chaos dub. Yeah. This one, this one, this one sounded really good and, and it was. But I feel like the other arcs of Omen are such a high bar and they were just so ebib that like... Um, a, a decently good Arcs of Omen just isn't going to hit the same way as, like, the last ones, right? It's also a little bit of, like, a side quest. Yeah, a know? little bit. Yeah, sure. It's just sure. like, hey, you know, Farsight's here, too, by the way. There's a key down here. Mm-hmm. Give Farsight a new... Like, It's like giving a reason for Farsight to get a new mini. And, you know, as a Tau, if you're a Tau fan, I think you'll like it, because I liked reading about Farsight. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was rather interesting seeing how he talks and his overall way of of doing things and fighting off corn corruption is kind of cool and yeah, that's all that's all pretty fun. But you know, the other three books have been introduction to Vashtor, which is awesome, and then <laughs> Angron giving the giant this chaos W, and then Amazing. more yep. Vashtor Bellacor shenanigans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but hey, I'll take any yeah. reason to get a sick new uh, Farsight mini like that. If it That's means a, just it getting a, a pretty good Arcs of Omen book, hey, sure, why not? I mean, that's dubs all around. True. Shai said, as an Alpha Legion owner, she appreciates Alpha Legion getting shit done. Yeah, Alpha Legion have, uh, have been doing Hell yeah, they, a great they, job. They're putting in work for old Vashtor, aren't they? Alpha Legion are one of those those fun types of uh, factions where you can kind of just write them in whenever you need them. <laughs> yeah, you can be like, and it makes oh, sense. Yeah, an entire fleet of chaos of Marines are arriving, and then it turns out they were Alpha Legion, <laughs> yeah. and now they're getting reinforced. And you can All always right. like, just do that. You can always count on the Alpha Legion. Yep, it's always handy. There's always a way to, to always throw makes them in. sense. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's another Arcs of Omen book. Let's be perfectly honest. I appreciate the far side and everything, mm-hmm. but the next one is the Lion. Yep, I mean, and yeah, you know, you know what I mean. It's a big fucking deal. It's that a big one. deal. Big deal. Also, so, Lamau, yeah. if you're a Death Watch fan, <laughs> yeah, if you're a Death Watch fan, you probably hated this Arcs of Omen. <laughs> Well, it's not like the Death Watch were there like the whole time and then got turned, but true. But they, it sounds like they kind of got the bitch treatment a little bit, a little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, I also appreciate the Tile Empire being like, "Sucks to suck, idiot." <laughs> that is that is pretty much the response I thought they would get. Uh, when Farsight offered himself up, I was like, ooh, that might do it. But then it's like, yeah, that's a typical Tao response. That's fair. Yeah, Tao's like, sorry, Farsight. Eat my ass. <laughs> Eat my stinky blue pooper. Oh, gross. Jesus. Thanks for that. 
You're welcome. Next really? week, we'll do the lion. 